Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Derek and Shelly. Back at you for another episode review for Dynamite this week. Yes, uh, we're celebrating 30 years of Chris Jericho. Le Champion. Le Champion, the Lionheart, however you refer to him. Uh, October 7th made 30 years that he has been wrestling. God bless that man. Yeah, man. Like I'm so glad we met him. Oh, he was so nice. He was such a sweetheart. He's the sweetest guy. And I was just so starstruck when I saw him. I was like, wow. All I can remember is like, he has really big hands. Like, <laughs> like these, he wrestles with these hands. He like smacks and chokes people and, and does all this shit with these giant hands. Like, wow. Imagine how someone small like Orange Cassidy felt getting slapped. With those hands. Oh my god. Yeah, like, like in the mimosa match and shit. Like, he took some licks, man, because holy crap, like, Jericho's huge. Like, I'm tiny. I'm five feet even. So he was just tall, too. I'm like, whoa, you're a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> he he was, um, but he was a sweetheart. He told us about the Jericho cruise for that year. Unfortunately, we couldn't make it, but hopefully we can someday. If we ever get out of this mess. But um, yeah. there were a bunch of different <laughs> celebrities that congratulated him throughout the whole show. Um, yeah, several different um, people made appearances. Musicians. After each segment, comedians. right? Like about every segment. It was all people that just completely loved Jericho. And that people that Jericho loved. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people like Slash. There was Shaq, Gene Simmons, and Paul Stanley of Kiss. Um, Don Callis, who was from Impact Wrestling. Yeah, we have people like um, ugh, Lars Ulrich, which I'm not a fan of. I was just like, ah, right, but I get it. Um, we had DDP, we had Ellie Roth, we had Kevin Smith. We had so many people. We had like, like his dad, Ted Irvine. Oh yeah, of course. NHL Hall of Famer. Dad um, was very proud of him. Bully Ray from Busted Open Radio. Yeah, Bully Ray was there. Um, someone that actually shocked me was Hiroshi Tanahashi from oh, New J- from New Japan. Every person that was a wrestler, you were just like, oh, yeah. But so you cute. know what, Tanahashi like, oh, kind of God. like shocked me a little bit because they're not supposed to have any deal with New Japan. Yeah, so, if it was all, you was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so this kind of actually makes me wonder if they're going to be opening up doors with New Japan. Because it's the first time they've actually mentioned okay. the product. And it happened two well, other times throughout the night, too. But Jericho wrestled in New Japan, right? Yep. So I would assume that they allowing it for the whole idea that wherever Jericho wrestled, Jericho wrestled with his heart and his passion. And he... Like, fought against all these different people. We even... Did you mention Lance Storm? No, that was his first opponent ever. Yeah, Lance Storm was also, like, telling him, like, he remembers the first time that he ever fought him, and he was really glad to have experienced, you know, years with him. <clears throat> Which, that actually makes it Lance Storm's 30 years of celebrating as well. Is he still wrestling? Um, no, not anymore. He actually just got fired from WWE, I believe. Uh, oh. Um, they oh. released him along with a bunch of other people. I could be wrong, but he could have left on his own terms, but Fuck that that's way. what I read. Whack Wrestling Entertainment Company. Anyway, <laughs> and, um... But congratulations, Jericho. 
So we mentioned it. You like uh, you you went out of um, order of people, oh. so I got confused of who you already said or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we made a list of everyone who was featured in the congratulations to Jericho from all these different celebrities. Oh, did we mention Gabriel Iglesias? No, fluffy. With Chavo Guerrero. Eddie's nephew. <clears throat> yeah, so we had um, Gabriel Iglesias make an appearance. Uh, that's Fluffy, not the singer. You, you know, rest in peace. But uh, yeah, to continue on. Well, I was just glad to even say like it was crazy to like have Dynamite be on the anniversary for Jericho too. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, we'll get more into that at the end because they did have like a little celebration event at the end, which we will get to by the end of our segment. <laughs> to start the night for Wednesday the 7th, uh, we had Will Hobbs versus Brian Cage, the machine. Ooh, I, I like this match. I, I really loved, did. I love both guys. So I was um, excited for it. I will say I probably anticipated more than I thought. Really? Yeah, it wasn't um, as crazy as I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be a lot more of powerhouse moves, but it was just, um, they were both a little clunky. A okay. little. Just not, not as much as the Butcher, like I thought. All right. You know, but See, um, they're, I they're was, huge guys. I was more Holy impressed shit. with this match than I thought it would be, that it would be. Yeah. So my, uh, my expectations were set a lot lower for this match. I didn't expect okay. much of this match. Okay. I expected more of like a 5 out of 10 kind of match as opposed to the 7.5 to 8 out of 10 match that we got. Yeah, um, I gave it like a 7.5 by the end of it for sure. But for Will Hobbs' first match live on TV, yeah, I feel like he first... completely impressed me. Um, yeah, he's pretty cool. Like... For someone to go head to head with FTR champion, which... Yeah, oh, the... It's the FTW belt, isn't it? Yeah, FTW belt. Yeah. Fuck FTR. I don't know why I said that. Oh, you put FTR. I wrote FTR by accident in my notes. Oh, my God. Well, this is the FTW championship. I think it autocorrected FTR. It didn't learn FTW yet. Oh, okay, yes. Because this is the FTR title that was previously held by Taz for like 21 years. Uh, But it's Brian Cage's first defense with it. Because we actually had him get the belt around the time we just started quarantining right yeah like, just about uh okay. they brought that into play to make things a little more interesting get a little bit more ratings yeah which look now we're actually seeing it being defended on tv yeah i'm, I'm glad completely to see happy with that defending their titles and not just talking smack like they usually make them do <laughs> but um to start out, Will Hobbs was... Uh, there was a lot of Will Hobbs chants. Oh, a lot. And it I'm was... I'm shocked with how much support he had. Yeah, because, well, he's the face, right? Yeah. You know, so we're going to definitely cheer the face a lot. And, you know, um, they both had a really strong start. They... I felt like they were both kind of, like, toe-for-toe with each other. Yeah, they were in the mode of, like, a slugfest. They did, like, shoulder tackle for shoulder tackle. Yeah. Um, it was basically like a strong man's match. Yeah, there was um, some surprising moments from Brian Cage. I didn't expect. That. I mean, I've seen him do the standing moonsault before, but I completely forgot about it. So like when I saw it's him always do that, shocking to see that. I was like, "Whoa, that giant guy did that! Oh my god, it was crazy." You know what? It's normal to see people on this roster actually 
do moves like that because they're like smaller yeah, in size. You don't, you don't when you see someone Will Hobbs be... size and uh, Brian Cage's size, it it just it's astounding. Yeah, because you don't expect them to be as agile as the lighter weights because mm-hmm. these guys are big heavyweights. They're really big and they're oh my god! Like it was just it was funny. I liked how Taz actually said it's like two meat sandwiches clashing together. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was crazy the way that they like did um. They were doing German suplexes back and forth to each other. Then they did the clothesline back and forth to each other. So I was like, wow. Like, uh, hey, they had each other on each other's toes. They were toe for toe. It was very, I like that. very much so. Um, Who was it? Uh, who do I have that's FS? I can't, <laughs> I can't remember who I have done for FS. Is that Ricky Starks? Oh no, sorry, that's not an FS, it's an F5. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, Brian Cage with the F5. Brian Cage yelled out, this is an S5, this is an F5, and he fucking put Will Hobbs in the F5, but Will Hobbs kicked out right away. Yeah, um, he calls it like, the gut check. I love that he made a mockery of it, though, like, I love that call out. He's like, this is an F5, and I'm like, oh man, he did it so much better than someone else we know. But, um... Yo, he did this pump handle face slam. Like, it was a pump handle slam where he just landed him on his face, like, with a oh, sit-up parabomb. Yeah, oh, that was brutal. You know what? I think the fact of how big Will Hobbs was, it made it look, look a lot worse than it actually was. Yeah, I think, I think he played off a little bit of, like, a leg injury because... I mean, Will Hobbs looks like he went through a big transformation. I don't know what he looked like before, but he looked like he made quite the transformation. And, mm-hmm. like, he's a strong dude now. Like, he got muscle under all that. Like, he's strong. Like, looks could be deceiving, folks, because, yo, this guy looks like a beast. Like, I can't wait to actually see him against, like, Moxley or Lance Archer Ooh. or, like, Maybe Jericho. Did he go against Jericho? No, not yet. But not th- yet, That's right? interesting. Jericho but... likes to put people over, so maybe we do get a, a little bit of tag team action since Darby Allen is kind of on his side. Yeah, that's true. Like, he, they are both, like, kind of on the side with uh, Moxley. And it's really great because, like, if he does, like, Will Hobbs is, like, doing all of this in memory of his brother. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Sadly... There was an incident. Yeah. And just put it this way, guns came into the incident and his brother stepped in front of Will Hobbs for him. Yeah, his brother protected him. He saved his life. But unfortunately, his brother is um, resting in peace. And Will Hobbs just says that he carries everything that he does is in memory of his brother. And he does it all for his brother. So... Um, for his brother to be watching him every single second, like, that's a, that's a blessing. It's an amazing thing. And, you know, Will Hobbs, I think, you know, he he did a lot of all this, like, he pulled out all his moves that he could do. He tried to do all these, like, big moves that he's done. He misses the frog splash. He did the sky high. The sky high was actually a D'Lo Brown move from WWE. Okay. Um, His finisher is called The Last Will and Testament. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if that was his finisher or if the frog splash would have been his finisher. Okay. Um, they didn't give him a name for his frog splash. They just called no, him frog they, splash. Yeah, they just, he just missed the but frog it, splash. It, the way that he actually um, 
his movements when he did it, the way he pulled it off. I actually liked his movements. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had great like form said, for it. He was more agile than I thought. Like, looks so deceiving. Looks so very deceiving. Um, Yo, I want to get want to get hit with the shoulder tackle. Not from no, him. No, but you know, Brian Cage did hit him with the drill claw. Yo, the claw. I love that move. <laughs> He hit the drill for the win. Looking. And I love that it's not like some stupid like suplex that normal people would do or like. No, oh, they don't give them the generic it, clunky guy moves. Like, like let me not even say clunky. They don't give them the, the big powerhouse moves that you would traditionally see. It looks see. like it's more of a brutal move. It looks like... Real wrestling, it though, like it doesn't, damage. it doesn't look like a slap fest. You know what I'm saying? They could have went at it with a slap fest and and all these like suplexes and whatnot. But it, at the end of it, yo, dudes, fucking flipping. They're jump. They're catching air. They're doing great submissions. It's agility. Yeah. So it was great to see them um, doing that. Even Taz was kind of on his seat with like saying, he's like this whole Hobbs guy. I don't know about him. I don't know. He's he's sneaky. And we also had Ricky Starks just like being the creep on Ricky commentary. Ricky Starks really wasn't doing much on commentary. <laughs> no, he, he was he creeping. He, he, was he hasn't uh, found his voice yet. No, but he. Uh, He's you good know, on the mic. He's not good on commentary. It's two different it, things. Yeah, I get it. Um, Ricky Starks comes in to the ring, and you know. Uh, Taz even said to him and he like told him he's like listen you've been very impressive you have impressed me tonight but I'm gonna offer you this do you want to be part of team Taz or do you want to get beat up by Ricky Starks and Brian Cage right now all right that's interesting because I like that he's actually opening up the doors and showing that he wants another member in part of Yo, Taz. so that he could talk mad shit and be like, I took one of your people, and I'll say, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Like, I felt like it was very, like, cute on the... Not cute. Let me say that it was pretty cool to, like, offer him that kind of thing. Completely. To see how, how corrupted can a person become. Because, you know, you have the Dark Order that are trying to get people into their thing. Inner Circle is like, nah, you guys can't join our team. So Taz is like playing it off of like, let's see, like, you know, you've impressed me tonight. So do you want to be part of our team or not? So we had Darby Allen actually coming in and trying to save Woolhouse because Woolhouse wasn't giving an answer. Nah, he was kind of cornered. Yeah, he was in the bottom of the turnbuckle. He was out of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, he would have just gotten stomped the mud hole in. And yeah. Oh, you get the kick shit out of him by Ricky and Cage. And that would have been that, but it looks like we're gonna have a tag team match soon between the four men. That's Which what it's looking like. Yeah, it's interesting because Ricky and Darby are are lightweights, while uh, Will Hobbs and Brian Cage are heavy. So, it's like that Jungle Express dynamic. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, we haven't seen them in a little bit, so yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are both different. Yeah, since they uh, lost to FTR, we haven't seen them. Oh, that's right. FTR is on their thing, which is the next one where it was FTR versus the Hybrid 2. Well, uh, before that, we had a little bit of a promo from Lance Archer. Oh, that's now, right. Now, for right. weeks, you've been we've been saying Lance Archer really doesn't speak much. Oh, he, he doesn't say much. Good. But uh, he has his mouthpiece, Jake the Snake. 
But you know what? He did his own promo. Jake didn't talk. Jake this was one. to the side. Mm-hmm. The, you're seeing that Archer means. Yo, Jake shit. was literally a snake in the back on a yeah, Archer. Yeah. If you noticed that for a second, like Archer has learned. He's he's been practicing while in quarantine, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look, he's always had these skills. It's just you gotta use them when you gotta use them. You don't always have to use these the same uh, gimmick all the time, over and over and over. No, you- but like the thing is, is that you know he he was behind Jake the Snake for a while, so it's yep. it's awesome to see him talking. And these guys, these entertainers, are in charge of their own script, so they're not being. Uh, guided by a script like other companies do they're mm-hmm. actually making this shit up as they go along they get it approved and then they go and they roll with it and if you have to improvise you improvise it but they're putting their complete passion into their words they're like talking shit to you for real like they're not there to like i'm gonna beat you up next time at <laughs> SummerSlam, or or you better watch out like you know they're getting fed words whereas like these guys they they actually doing this off the top of the head with their heart and i loved seeing wearing their words on their sleeves yes 100 percent. but um this sounds like it's gonna be an intense intense match uh he actually did make reference to their texas death match in new japan yes Um, he did which that is a phenomenal match that's another mention of new japan that's what i'm saying this was the second out of three mentions Later oh. on, there during Moxie's promo, they actually showed pictures of it. So it's oh. like out of nowhere, all this New Japan references. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's synergy. It's synergy. It's what we need. Let multiple companies work together. We've seen it with NWA. Let's keep it going. Yeah, like you have wrestling all over the world in different cultures, different styles, different ways of how they achieve their entertainers and. It shouldn't be just exclusive. It shouldn't be limited and restricted like certain companies do. And I will keep subtly uh, bashing on that whack wrestling entertainment company because they're whack to me where they don't treat their... I don't feel like they treat their talent with the way they deserve to be treated. They have maybe one or two good storylines and the rest, of the, the rest of their nine hours for the week or eight hours for the week their stories are just weak they're just they're just weak because we're we're fans of well i'm a fan of AEW dynamite you're a fan of like several other divisions but it's like why would you like not give why wouldn't you give the fans what they want you know like the fans expect or hope to see this something and then it's just a it's a it's a disappointment to me. It's a ruined orgasm. Like it's, it's horrible. It's like you build up all this great story. They need to like uh, tighten like, the belt a little bit, you know. God, I don't know. Like but, there are some good things. They just need to tighten the belt on a lot of things. Yeah, I'll put it sorry. that way. I it's digress. like you, you're on like the first notch when you need to be on the fifth notch. Yeah, but well, I want to give it too much like that. Maybe on the second notch when you need to be on the fifth notch. Coming but, uh, back to um, Lance Archer, I'm looking forward to Lance Archer doing his thing. He says that, you know, he's gonna whatever is gonna happen, it won't be pretty, but he's gonna enjoy it. I I can't wait for this match. Yeah. Um, the fact that they're building up next week to be pay per view caliber ma- uh show for us for yeah. the anniversary. This is going to be a great show tomorrow night. I can't wait. Tomorrow? 
Oh, next week. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said tomorrow. I have my day screwed up. Um, so this led into, like you said earlier, the tag team title match. The 20-minute brush with greatness, DK. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so we had TH2, the hybrid two, who are Jack Evans and Helico. I'm such a hater of FTR. Versus FTR. Yo, I thought this was uh, a really good match. I don't know if I like it that I'm hating them because they are doing their job like you called they're, me out on last week. They're doing their <laughs> but, job. Uh, mm. Yeah, they're still defending their tag team title match. And we actually had the Young Bucks watching backstage on TV. Yo, they were staring down FTR on the monitor hard. They were looking ever so over their shoulder. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, this is the first time I got to see the Hybrid 2 fighting together. I've seen Angelico before. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Jack Evans. But I was excited to see what they got. And you gave me, you know, um, kind of a prequel to like what... They would be like, oh, they're high flyers. They're kind of Young Bucks style almost. and Young Bucks with submissions. Put it that way. Okay, I you see know? that. I could see I could see a little bit of Young Bucks with SCU. Actually. Okay. So uh, we had Jack Evans versus Cash Wheeler for the beginning. And it was like... Um... Oh, <laughs> my note says... That JR actually says Jack Evans is like a small, angry dog on Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good old JR. (laughs) Oh, my God. But he was so quick, that guy. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, All right. Yo, I am actually really thrilled that they gave Jack Evans his time to shine when he didn't have a singles match. Yeah, Uh, I think I like him more than Angelico. He had a fractured jaw. Uh, Yes, he just came back from a fracture. He had a hairline fracture in his jaw. Yeah. So, uh... He was finally cleared. He came back. He had this very unorthodox style. Very. He was all over the place while being cohesive, which was weird. I uh-huh. was like, how are you cohesively incoherent? Like, I, <laughs> I don't even know if that's like a legit statement. Like, don't hey, you me, just made it. I guess. I, I make up my own dictionary. But he's very unique. He's very quick and very, very agile. Yeah, him and, yes. uh, and Helico kept making quick tags in and out. They actually took FTR off the game completely. They did. They were dominating FTR for a little while, actually. They... Uh, for the like, first three minutes of the match, FTR, like, legit rolled out of the ring. Oh, my God. Said, yeah. fuck this they shit. They were ready to, like, leave and bitch out. I'm like, get out of here. What? Like, Yo, don't they do grabbed them titles. This. Yup. Oh, that was at the end, No, this was the beginning. They grabbed those titles and they went to leave. They grabbed the titles off the Spanish announce table. Yeah. Um, And Helico came and did a crossbody onto them. Right, And then Jack Evans came out of nowhere and did a 450 splash off the top rope. Right onto them. That's what it was. Okay, yes. They caught... They caught um, Angelico when he did the crossbody yep. while they were trying to walk away. And then Jack Evans jumped onto everybody. He did the, what is it, the 450 frog splash? Uh, actually, I think it was a flying senton. It wasn't oh, a 450 okay. yet. Okay. He did a 450 he later on. He did later. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was crazy. But, you know, of course, we have freaking Tully being creeper, like distracting Aubrey. Uh, you know what? That's the classic heel. And that really is the heel. Cash Wheeler low blows Chris Evans. Uh, Chris, sorry. Um, Chris Evans. Chris Ca- Evans. Jack low blowed Captain Yo. America, people. <laughs> Who would be C E? Why did I put C E? 
I don't know. I'm, I guess I meant J-E, but I put C-E. But yeah, it was uh, Cash Wheeler that made um, Jack Evans fall on the turnbuckle, giving him a low blow. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, I hate these guys. They're cheating. But yeah, you know, and again, you know what? They're kind of doing their job. They, they did their job. They do, you know what? You don't like the person for a certain reason. Oh, if they give me a lot of angst and hate, they're, that, good. they're good at their job. The they're good at job it. of a heel. <laughs> they get your blood boiling. Yeah, they do. For me, yeah, it's to make them love it. I love it. I love seeing a, this classic heel. Um, yeah, we have as soon as Jack Evans uh, got injured from the top rope, yeah, they automatically saw, yo, his knee is fucked up. I'm going to do a... Oh, my God. What was it? A spinning dragon screw yeah. onto his leg through the ropes. Like, they started targeting uh, Jack Evans' knee throughout the rest of the match. Even, Which actually um, came into play later on. He had, You could see that he started getting hurt from it more and Even more. Cash did a figure four on the turnbuckle. Yeah, like, the he was hanging dude? on that shit. They did the tree of woe. They did, they did all this crazy shit to him. And they really tried to take out the knee. And I'm like, yo, you're going to, like, actually injure his knee, though, bro. Like, uh, yeah, they kind of uh, completely cut off the ring from him. They cut the yeah. ring in half. They left them on his side. They keep dragging them to their side. But uh, eventually, the yo, and Helico somehow got the hot tag and made it in. Yo, he did this double STF on both of them. Oh, that was a crazy submission. Like, I was like, yo, wait, what? Because he had only, what was it? I think Dax first. And then he actually uh, got... Uh, I said he had Dax first, right? That's what yeah. I said? Okay. <laughs> he had Dax first in the submission, and then this guy tried to fucking jump on him, Cash. And he locked, and it he into, locked him. into him. And it's like, like he yo, rolled through with him. Z double D! <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. So uh, TH2 started coming back and getting a little bit more of an advantage. Yeah. Um, Jack Evans came in and hit that 450 splash we talked about earlier. Yes. Oh my god, that was beautiful. And, yo, they had this move called the Car Wreck. Um, car wreck? Yeah, so... Not train wreck? It was, <laughs> it was the car wreck. Um, oh, my God. Jack Evans held up... Uh, I think it was Cash. Yeah. He got an abdominal stomp onto his stomach while... And Helico oh. did a code breaker onto the back. Right. And I'm like, yeah. yo, way to fucking represent Jericho in 30 Nights. I'm surprised like, that they had them at this level as opposed to like SCU, because well, I'm going to see them against SCU. They were talking so much shit about SCU, like well, they were talking good shit about SCU, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like to see Hybrid too, like with this is a team that we haven't really been seeing highlighted yet. No, they actually Dynamite. been uh, and quarantined like, in the UK. Oh, that's right. That's I, because they've been either, Okay, so they probably Either the UK been... or Australia. They weren't allowed to leave. They were on lockdown, completely locked down. Okay. They couldn't get into the country. Okay, so they could have possibly have been, like, the first team instead of SCU because, I don't know, between the both of them, I loved SCU against FTR. That mm-hmm. was a fucking... That was fucking crazy. Um, This one, I gave it... I gave it... I still gave it a 8 out of 10. Uh, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. I really did. Yo, Jack Evans pulled out some like yoga submission. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but he's a flexible motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. they, these guys really are great. I would like. I can't wait to see them more. I think they would be great against Jungle Express. I would uh, be really interested in Jungle seeing Express. Them. I want to see them against uh, Young Bucks, of course. SCU. Just remember, guys. I don't watch AEW Dark. 
So if they have been doing this on that, I haven't seen them. I let you know. I've only seen um, I've only I've only watched Dynamite so far. I've seen the women's championship on the YouTube channel for um the the tag team was division. it the tag team? Yeah, it was no. women's tag team tournament. It was tag yep. team tournament. Yep, that's right because Evelise Evelise and Diamante was against uh, were against. Brandy, and, Brandy Allie. and Allie. Nightmare okay. Sisters. The Nightmare Sisters back, but so uh, we have going back to this FTR. Dax being the heel as he is, tripping up in Helico to get the advantage. Yeah. Um. All right. So earlier we said Evans got his knee completely targeted. Yes. So he went to do a four fifty splash. No, uh, a fe- a four fifty corkscrew leg drop. Okay. Which is called the Phoenix Splash. Um, he completely missed. Phoenix down. He missed. He completely botched. Oh, you don't get that because you don't play Final Fantasy VII. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was a Final Fantasy VII reference, but... But, um, um, he was probably about, like, he hit his neck, maybe, with his foot. He should have oh, yeah, hit all yeah. of his body. His leg should have gone over. Yeah. Commentators blame the leg being attacked, but... I don't know. It's humidity. It's it is what it is. Sometimes yeah. you get a botch. You can't be a hundred for a hundred. You know. Sometimes yeah. you gotta be ninety nine for a hundred. Yeah. But Agreed. still. What did you rate the match? Me eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Um, I expected Dax and Cash to win. Uh. I gave it an eight because. I'm kind of a little tired of seeing FTR playing this bad guy card. They play the same fucking moves every week, you know. I'm like, can you do something it's a build different? Up. It's a build up. But I get it. They have to go through a lot of the other tag teams to be able to like genuinely fight who would most likely be the Young Bucks. I think their record's nine, nine and zero now. Nine zero. Nine and zero. Yeah, undefeated. They're undefeated tag team champs right now. Um. So they beat uh. TH2. Yeah. Uh, I believe Dax hit... Uh, what was it? Cash hit a... Uh, no. Dax hit a superplex onto Jack Evans and Cash hit the splash and got the three count. Yeah. So uh, we saw the Young Bucks backstage still. Yeah. <laughs> the Young Bucks were seeing that uh, FTR won. Mm-hmm. And... They ended up... Super kicking the cameraman. They super kicked the cameraman. But they were both out of cash, so they kind of like... super kicked the cameraman. We owe you money. <laughs> so, uh... He, Matt was like, hey, Nick, I, I don't have any money. Can you get this? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but, uh, yeah, I owe you. But I was like, why would they... They're just kicking everyone. They're super kicking... They're bringing everybody to a super kick party, bro. Like, oh, my... Oh they my. don't care who it is. They don't care what it is. They really are. But, but they... They we see this build up. Yep. We're seeing this build up. There's still this hatred going on. And then we had the best friends come out and they wore the best shirts I've ever seen. Oh I can't my lie, God. I probably want the shirt. <laughs> I can't lie. Uh, so had... um it's FTR dressed up at, in hot dog costumes. Cause they're weenies. So they're continuing <laughs> with this whole weenies route. I'm shocked that they're going that way. Yo, um they not really like sausage party but they had Close FTR. Enough. <laughs> yeah they had FTR in these hot dog costumes and 
uh, Trent and Chucky came out saying. He's like, you get it? Because you guys are wieners. You get it? You get it? Or or weenies, if you want. But, you know, because since they're such a comical backyard act, I thought it was great that hey, they came out with such a comical backyard shirt. <laughs> they're eating up what they're being called. So, you know what? Fuck it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it, too. So uh, that led to them actually announcing that uh, they saw Tony Khan backstage and considering they're the number one contenders, yeah. anniversary show is getting another title match. We're getting... FTR versus the, the best, best friends. friends. Best friends. I'm really um, excited to see it. You know, we saw like actually FTR trying to attack them with the belts, but they bitched out and the best friends ended up holding the belts and, you know, like holding it up like making it old and jr is like you know this is this a future thing we might see for next week we don't know you know most teams will walk away with those belts say fuck it just throw them to the side they were nice they actually laid them out for ftr to take and gave them back to ftr and ftr came back so like reluctantly but took their belts back and of course we had the best friends they hugged it out hug it out and they did the Zoom, which I wish you guys could see, but it's really freaking funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't think they will win because they're obviously building up the Young Bucks to yep. possibly get the titles. Yep. Well, if anything. Young Bucks are number two contenders. Yeah. Um, best friends are number one contenders. The moment FTR beat them next week, Young Bucks are number one contenders. That's mm-hmm. the way that it's coming up. Um, it's a slow build. It really is a slow build. All right. So next we have up the MJF promo, which uh, <laughs> was a supposed. Jer- well, he actually. This was at a part where he actually made a real tribute to Jericho. He actually said that he. Um, appreciates Jericho for everything that he has done for him for uh-huh. pushing him and you know to be like a mentor yeah basically. he was he was I, I believe that he was being a genuine person in this this wasn't so much of a promo this was a little bit a hint of him like continuing to suckle on Jericho's teeth but you know like uh, he's genuinely appreciative of what Jericho has given him the opportunity to do in this company and how far he's pushing him ahead with the company they're best friends in real life and they uh, they're really good like I, I like this little feud that they have going on so it's like an anti-feud yeah you could say that it's, the, it's, it's a very... dick sucking contest it's it's I guess complete, it's a complete <laughs> dick sucking contest. I, I guess so. Like that would be. I would. I would say that is it. It's um, like yo, one person says something negative about the other person. The other person says something even more negative. One person says something really nice about the person. The other person says something really nice about them. They're yeah. going back and forth. It's yeah. Complete back and forth right now. Uh, I know it's gonna lead to something breaking down. I don't know if somebody's gonna leave the inner circle and be replaced by mjf i don't i I don't know if mjf is gonna take jericho away from the inner circle i don't know if the inner circle is gonna kick jericho out for wanting to align with mjf and being on his side all the time um i'm just i'm not sure if jericho is playing it off and he's gonna be he's gonna attack jericho can just snap like that i think that's what's gonna happen i think that jericho is like just like see being a sneaky pete if you will and (laughs) seeing how well he could get away with doing things but 
um, I see a lot of promise for them having this feud, and I'm curious to see how it goes. I I think it could go in the route of what you just said, where it's uh, Jericho is just writing it out, and at the best moment he'll attack him because he's always like, "I know what you're doing, I know what you're doing," uh-huh. you know. And I don't think that they'll make it like a mockery, like the way they he had with uh, Cassidy, okay. Orange Cassidy. Um, this feels more like a ego brawl. As opposed to the silly brawl that we had from him and Orange Cassidy. Even okay. though it wasn't so much of a silly brawl. It was a freaking great First it was silly fight. and then it became... <laughs> it became very freaking became a awesome. great contest of champions. That Orange that Cassidy is very... Uh, well, I don't think he's underestimated or underrated because no, he's a No, he's big, shining. He's basically the face he's of the company guy. right now. Yeah, he's like, the he's best. Their, he's their top baby face. Yeah, he like, is. He's my favorite of the put a title on him team. tomorrow and... People would be completely fine with it. I'm not going to say the AEW title, but <laughs> like you could put TNT title on him. You, you know, you know, like I could see that happening down oh, in the I line. I would love it. I would love to see it. Um, you know, speaking of the TNT t- title match, we had a first in AEW. This week's was a dog collar match. Guys. This hasn't been seen in forever. In yeah, a what, like long 20 time. years? Um, maybe almost 30. Yeah? Yeah, since 83. Right, because it was... Uh, who was it that had it in 83? Greg the Hammer Valentine and Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, Rowdy Roddy. Um, they had the dog collar match, and we actually even had Greg the Hammer Valentine in the audience. Yo, did you notice he was actually wearing, like, a chain? No, I didn't. Like, he was wearing, like, a chain, like... A dog chain. Oh, he wore a gold it, chain, right? Yeah. yeah it, he wore that it looked like New an York homage to uh, okay. the dog collar. I see, I see. Yeah, we had... Uh, it was Cody versus Brody Lee. Mm-hmm, this is a brutal match. Yeah, we had Brandy joining Cody. And Art was also by his side. Art. And his, I always call him Art. Uh, he just looked like an Art. Art it's, it's Arn Anderson. Shelly. Okay, sorry, guys. Arn Anderson. <laughs> I always write art. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, yeah. I've been we how how long have we been doing this now? Like, <laughs> but anyway, we had uh, Brody Lee joined by John Silver and Anna J. That's my boy, Anna number J. four. Yeah, John Silver is my favorite. He's he reminds me so much of a troll. Oh, he is a troll. He just reminds me so well of like a troll, and he he's so good at trolling. He he's a great hype man. But he, he really actually, is. yeah, he actually brought in the collars, and the collars were actually connected by a 16 foot chain. We had Paul Turner, who was the referee, actually giving um, no, it was Justin giving acknowledgement to the referee, Paul Turner, and to the doctor on the side, Dr. Sampson, um, to Doc make Samson. sure that he's on the side so that Yo, nobody Doc gets is hurd. A beast. He's huge. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah, and. Uh, you did mention this This fight was brutal. This fight was actually more brutal than I thought it to be. I did not expect people to get busted open. I did not expect it to go the way it did. It was, it was just crazy. You know what? It was hyped up to be two men going into the match and coming out completely yeah. messed up from the way they walked in. And... That's what happened. Like, can I just say that I loved Cody's pants, and, <laughs> and that Brandy like matched her outfit to his pants. If you notice, they like, tend was, to match each so other. Like, like they were pretty looking when they get well. 
Cody was pretty looking and everything when he came in. And, man, he came out brutalized. Like, let's take it to the top, right? Let, let's say, let's start it out with basically... Um, First off, did you hear how Justin Roberts announced Cody? This is a new moniker. The nightmare, the American no. nightmare, yeah. He called him the Prince of Professional Wrestling. Oh, that's right. That's a brand new one, and yo, that's is that related to anything? I don't know if that's a uh, jab at another prince, the Demon Prince, it or not. Might on be. another Wednesday like night show. I love, I love, 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 love Finn Balor. But um, look, it's a different moniker. I don't. I don't know where they're going with it. I don't know if they're going to start making a royal family, as they say. The royal mm-hmm. family of wrestling. Let's see. Uh, so, but I like it. I, it flows right off the tongue. Justin has a very awesome way with words. Yeah, That's why they hired him. <laughs> he's got a lot of experience, tell you that he's, much. He's great at announcing. Like, this dude is going to be doing this, like, the rest of his life. He's oh, so yeah. Great. He's so great at it. So, he introduced Cody, the American Nightmare, and as the Prince of Professional Wrestling, as you say. And, um, you know, John Silver was actually just creeping around, and... He's a lingerer, man. Linger. <laughs> lingerer. <laughs> He actually ended up getting busted open by Cody. Yeah, yo. Like I, he was the first one to get busted open. I did not what? expect him to be the first person to be busted open at Me all. Me neither. Um, I didn't expect him coming to play into this match so early. Like, legit. Just gets busted with that chain. Um, yeah. But this match went on to be like a big tug of war match. As soon as one person would do something, the other person would yank them away. You know, um, I appreciated that they actually took very care, a lot of care into how they handle this chain because not only is that shit heavy <coughs> but it's like they made sure it wasn't tied around their neck in a certain mm-hmm. way or tied around their leg in a certain way to like cause an injury they were I'm, I'm appreciative that they took a lot of caution and care into making this be as realistic as possible mm-hmm. while being safe as possible completely because so, it could have gone wrong in yeah, many those spots tug of many wars spaces can kill that that could you can fuck up your trachea. Your trachea. Yeah, you could break the trachea and kill somebody. I said trachea. Because so. <laughs> you said choke. <laughs> so I was going with you. That's what um, happens when you get choked down. Trachea. Like, choke. The trachea. Nah, but... Um, yeah, like, it could have gone wrong. Really you know? bad. And I was glad to see, like, they... I, I paid a lot of attention to this match. It was hard to take notes, even though it took up a whole page for me and, like, about three pages for you. Almost um, more than three, like five. Yeah, you had well in paper you had like six pages, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, they did a lot of great back and forth. It started out a little slow, but it was it was still cool. But they showed how serious they were right yeah, from the beginning. With they it. stayed very serious. Um, Cody went for like a springboard stunner, and yes, immediately Brody Lee just yanked him right off the top rope with the chain. Right. So. It, it was showing, yo, we're going to take the big hits. We're going to take the big falls. We're mm-hmm. going to show you some blood. All within three minutes of the match. And this match went off for about a half hour. Yeah, this was a good 30-minute, 35-minute match. Um, we had uh, Brody Lee being very aggressive outside the ring. He even had John Silver sit on a chair. And he's like, stay there. <laughs> Poor John Silver. <laughs> and then Cody ended up attacking John Silver uh, yo, again. <laughs> he hit him with a running drop kick that sent him flying I off the chair. I was dying. I was like, oh, man, poor John Silver. Uh, yo, they had Anna J escort him to the back. 
Like yep. they couldn't keep him out front anymore. Brody Lee kept telling him to get get him out, get him out. They just just get him out of the ring. Um, we had uh, at some point, what was it that actually busted Cody open? All right, so Cody got DDT'd. DDT onto the chain. Oh my, yeah, on the chain, and dude was like gushing blood. Like if you could take a water balloon full of fake blood. That's what it looked like he did. He looked like he took a shower in it, but it was... It, it looked was, like Harry. It was a real cut. Um, You know, the way certain objects uh, hit you, it can bust you open that bad. So, that shit was crazy. Um, but yo, it seemed like the blood kind of refueled Cody. Kind of it gave made him, him adrenaline. Yeah. It gave that him rush adrenaline, of blood. for sure. Because you're literally, your body's literally going through a lot of adrenaline when you start bleeding open like that. And, you know, they both ended up getting busted open because we had Cody actually, what was it? Into, uh, he did, into the table. He did a, he did a, he did a package power driver to Brody Lee into the table. Mm-hmm. And that's what busted Brody Lee open. I went a little further into the match, but it was crazy because we, they utilized everything. Cody ended up using... The very chain to low blow Brody Lee because that's totally legal. Everything is legal. Yeah, it, it, like, yeah. I was like, Yo, oh, he wrapped shoot. the chain around his neck and did a Russian leg sweep with it. Yeah, so it's like he they put him into spared no spared no expense at all. No, he even like Cody even brutalized him by putting the chain over his mouth, his nose, and his eyes. Oh yeah. At some point, and this is after he was already busted open. But yo, oh my god, um. Brody Lee did a lot of uh, he did a lot of the pulling. He did a lot of the tug of war thing because he even got uh, Cody into the barricades like three times in a row. He like Yo, threw him that, into. But the But they were also going back and forth with against the turnbuckle. It's like one will pull one against the turnbuckle, the other one will pull the other one. That's right. They did. They did actually very creative things with this that I didn't think would be done. I feel like if this was in a different company, it would have been so boring. Um, my favorite spot was it was right before uh Brody Lee went through the table. Okay. Cody had him on the apron. Cody was down below. Right. On the floor and yanked the chain to hit the cutter. Right. That yes. was my favorite spot. That was match. actually really fucking cool to watch. Um Brody Lee kind of threw a bitch fit <laughs> during the match. Oh, he threw a total like um he threw a total tantrum, like... Uh, he threw a chair at Arn Anderson. <laughs> he threw... Yo, he threw... Yeah, he grabbed the chair. He threw it at Arn. Um, yo, Arn charged to the ring. Yeah, Arn charged he, right he to the got ring. involved. He got in his face and he's like, who do you think you are? And fucking Alex Reynolds comes out. <laughs> number yeah, three. Yeah, number three came out. That's right. But yo, he got his ass spine busted. Number three, yeah. Yeah, and then, he should have minded his business. <laughs> and should have too. He got his ass knocked out by Co- Brody Lee. Yeah, and we had Cody with the moon salt on Brody Lee at, at that time too. We had um, he like we even had Brody Lee actually trying to do crossroads on Cody. Yeah, but you know, um, yo, the first crossroads that Cody hit, he kicked out at one count. Yeah, he kicked right out of it when Cody actually nailed it. Um, yo, there was a point where Cody got super kicked twice in the head and then power bombed 
head first onto the chain. Yeah. I was like, all right, that that hurts. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that hurts. Nah, that, that's scary, too, because you could, like, crack your skull. That's metal, bro. Like, what is that made of? Steel? St- they say it's steel. steel I don't chain? know what they're using. I don't know. I don't know Even if they're if using it's aluminum. aluminum, aluminum if could it w- still cut you. All right, if it was aluminum, the way that they were yanking each other, it would have broke. Okay. So, I don't know. But, um, could be hollow chain. If, like, but hollow chain, no. They wouldn't be able to do hollow chain. That shit will like, cut them open like really bad. I mean, and they, break. They, they get cut open pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah, but break, from, I, I you mean, can get cut open from a punch to the face. You know, like just straight yeah. up punch with no weapon in your, face, in your hand. But, you know, um, I digress. Uh, we had um, a lot of crazy moves by Brody Lee too. Like he did the superplex. He did a dragon... He did a dragon suplex, is it? A snapdragon suplex. A snapdragon suplex. Yeah, Kenny... Nobody does like Kenny Omega. But, yo, he pulled it off pretty nicely looking. Um, Kenny's is just, like, quick. It's, it's like, fluid. He, he gets it, and it's like, he's down, like, immediately. It's like, yeah. snap. Like, how the fuck does a person move that quick? But, uh... Brody actually, like, kind of, like, countered a bunch of times against Lee against uh against cody yeah against cody um he went to get hit the discus clothesline but yo cody hit a move we haven't seen him hit in a while he hit the final cut right which he hasn't used that in a long time um i actually didn't recognize that part yeah or that uh, move rather because i saw him do the crossroads for the win but I might have been um, actually writing notes down while he did the final cut. I don't know. I, I was about to like jump out of my seat because he hit the final cut. I haven't seen that yeah. in maybe like a year at least. Oh, wow. Okay. I could be wrong. I could have been blacked out at some point. <laughs> but yeah, he hit the final cut and I'm like, yo, he's got to That's got to be it. Yeah. No, nah, he kicked out of two with that. And... Cody yeah, was like, when, Cody was done. He was angry. He was like, nah, I got to finish this shit. That's when Cody's like, that's it. He kind of snapped. That's it. Yep. And that's when he wrapped the chain around his, around Brody Lee's face completely on around the eyes, yep. the mouth and the nose. Like, yo, I kind of wanted him to like slam his head against the ground with the chain in his mouth. Oh my God. It's not a horror movie. I know. I know. It's just I, wrestling. I, I, I'm, it, it's the horror <laughs> season, you know? But we had Cody win. Yeah. He hit that crossroads. Cody's yes. the new champion. Cody is once again the champion of TNT. He claimed his title back. Um, we the have Nightmare the Nightmare Family, family coming out. out. Yep. And we had Dark Order coming out with their jaws wide open. Uh, they yeah, were they're, like, they're in disbelief. Oh. <laughs> Did you notice John Silver's head was all wrapped in a nice bandage? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh, my God. They're, yeah, I only saw the like, best they were just out a, there, like you said. Poor poor john silver i only noticed that the dark order came out and they were in disbelief evil uno was trying to go over to Brody lee to comfort him and Brody lee's just like leave me alone get away from me and we had uh cody giving like a little speech right before um they ended the segment they you know he was there to say you know he could have gone down a dark path and just because he went with his hair dark and he could have been, you know, he could have done something bad, but like he he's representing personality and demeanor. Yes. But what 
there was no better feeling on earth than performing and competing in front of a live crowd. And, and that's it, what charged him up and gave a lot of credit to the fans, which... Thanking them. I think is, like, so admirable as a person. As, to, a, like, not be, as a vice president, that's admirable of a company. Just yeah, to come out and yeah, say that to your... Yeah, leader of a company, like a co-leader, where he is in charge of a lot. Mm-hmm. He's able to do whatever... He, he has freedom now. He has a lot of freedom, and he's a humble, thankful person. He's not arrogant like some people would be. He's very um, down-to-earth, and I love that He's very he, giving. I love that he's keeping this um, personality the way it is, and he's gonna... He actually announced that he's gonna be defending his title next week. Against your boy... Oh my god! When his song came on, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Oh my I was god. kind of speechless. I was like, "Oh!" I was so high. I kind of was expecting someone else. I was expecting like another heel. But it's like, "Yo, nope. we get that ultimate baby face versus we face match." Orange Cassidy and Orange Cassidy comes out and he gives his lazy thumbs up, and of course, Cody replies with a super thumbs up. So, oh my gosh, I'm very excited. I can't wait to see how this is going to go. I mean, Cody just got his title back, so they're not going to give it to Cassidy. So that's three title matches we got next week. No, yeah. two. Wait we, have the F- we have the cha- tag team champions. We have the TNT getting defended. And we have, do we have the FTW? No, but we have the TNT. I said that. TNT, tag, tag team. AEW. And the AEW Championship. Yes. Oh, Moxley is holding his championship. Yes, which... Him versus Lana Tarcher. Yep. Um, so, uh, speaking of that title, they announced three more competitors in the tournament for the title. Um, so, they're throwing a tournament up until the next pay-per-view, which I believe is full year mm-hmm. in November. Yes. Uh, the first three competitors announced were Ray Phoenix, Jungle Boy, yes. and Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, shockingly, they announced Wardlow. I didn't expect Wardlow to be in this tournament at all. Um, Wardlow, I didn't hear Wardlow's name. Wardlow what? was the f- when Wardlow came on TV and they were showing him versus Cody. I'm like, oh, they're putting him in the tournament. Um, they announced, boom, boom, Cocabana. Oh god, I freaking Cocabana. But yo, they I said he, he's yo. representing Dark Order, so it's like yo, even though. Uh, Brody is Lee, the happiest Dark Order person ever. Even though Brody Lee is like kicking him out and shit, he's still representing Dark Order. So, yo, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, true. And no shocker to anyone, Hangman Page was announced. Um, I kind of feel like he should have been last to be announced. Like storyline well, wise, there are two more competitors to be announced still. Last week, so yeah, so like he should have been one of the last two people announced in my eyes personally. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're going to have a mystery person show up on each side of the bracket. Will Hobbs? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh... Nah, I don't know. It could be anybody. So, at this point, let, let's see who it is. No, because Will Hobbs has his uh, tag team. I forget. Yeah. So, it wouldn't be Will Hobbs. But, um, I'm just... Hey, I'm excited to see Wardlow up in this. Like, I, I'm finally going to see Wardlow, like, kind of fight. Yeah. I hope he gets separated from... Um, MJF somehow maybe MJF might mess it up for him it might cause him a fueled uh, a fueled rivalry to like leave MJF so I don't know it could go it could go either way but um we did speaking of Kenny Omega we had Alex interviewing Kenny Omega on what he feels about uh, being 
this being his first singles match. He's excited from the way it seems. Um, he was stumbling on his words a little bit. But, uh... Kenny's been doing that, though. Yeah, he's Even got... Even when commentating, he's been, like, a little, I like, feel like he hasn't been up to par with what he's been in the past. Back in the day, yeah. he used to be able to flow through a nice interview. Um, he does have a slight stutter, like he does while he's getting given an interview, but he can still always work around it. Okay. But he just needs to get a little work done, you know? He needs to put in a little more mic work, a little promo work. It's not a bad thing, you know? Not everybody's going to be on top of the game like Eddie Kingston is with their promo work, you know? For me, it wasn't um, so much how he was talking. It was, like, confidence in his voice. It was, like, the the confidence. He's so mellow. That's his personality, though. He's always been yeah. like that. Um, even yeah, if he's aggressive. Do you think he had an edible? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know. Maybe. He's, he's, <laughs> he seems like he could have been. And I'm like, the edibles are hitting him hard. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm working. But, I'm working, uh, I'm working. <laughs> but, you know what? He's always been the mellow person. Even when he gets yeah. angry during a promo. Okay. He doesn't like snap. Like I'm it's still always that to learn Kenny. cool, crazy, evil kind of character. Okay. So I don't. I think he just needs to get his footing in a little more, get a little more mic work on, because he doesn't really have much mic work done. No promos. No, he like, hasn't been doing but, promos. It was like remember he's... what happened with Brody Lee. He was shaky at first. You kept him on the mic. He got better and better at promos. Oh yeah, same thing Moxley with everybody. Too. Mox was slow. Oh, nah. Moxley was great already. Nah, you know, Mox nah. was, Mox's nah. first promos were a little shaky. Nah. He was a little shaky. I'm rolling my eyes, Look, you guys. Mox I'm so is, far behind my head. I love Mox. He was a little shaky at first with his promos because it's he was... better than Dean he, Ambrose. He wasn't used to actually cutting his own promos. That's why. So, I saw where he was shaky. I'm saying... Eh. That Kenny is in the same boat right now. He hasn't cut a promo in forever. So now he's actually getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, look at Lance Archer too. Lance Archer was one that we were talking about before where it's like he has Jake the Snake talking a lot for him and now mm-hmm. he's talking for himself. So it is a lot about it's an evolution. Building, it's building confidence too in what you're going to say because you want to sound badass and you want to sound like you mean everything you're saying. So I get it. And Kenny right now is just like... You're hyping me up for this cleaner guy or or the Terminator or whatever he's going to freaking be. And I'm just like, why isn't he more angry like Hangman? Hangman is like more of like that bratty, um, a sourpuss and angry at the world kind of person. And The villain never shows how angry he really gets. Oh, God. Okay. Like, well, anyway, Kenny but, reminds um, me of Willy Wonka. So yeah. all I see is this Willy Wonka personality that he's no, just mad well, inside. Put it this way. He's won multiple... Uh, <laughs> tournaments in different leagues in new japan he won the g1 climax which is a big tournament for them yes japan. titles 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 but like um, yeah i don't get it because i haven't seen it because like I'm, I'm like you'll see the aggression in the ring I, i'm looking forward to it i'm just getting I'm, I'm getting a little impatient on his appearance of his guy so i hope we get to see this turnaround during this match when they go at it in the tournament like it's gonna be really interesting i mean we're obviously gonna have it be kenny against hangman right at but uh, full gear yeah i'm to happy be. to see kenny by himself for once and not in the tag team so that's the interesting part for me i believe the week after the anniversary show they're gonna start working up the tournament matches so we should be starting to see that happen really uh slowly okay um 
This led into a match between Big Swole and Serena Deeb. Yes, right after the interview, like they had uh, Swole, her music, like, and I would, yo, every time Big Swole's music um, turns on, I, it's just so hype. It's so hype. It's I love like, her music. Swole, Swole. Swole. I like, yo, everybody want to go work out when they hear that Swole music, you know, like... Yo, she, that's that energy producer. Yeah, it's really good. Like, I love that, um, you know, she came out and she's... I against, wish we could hear that live and feel that crowd and that energy oh, like we used we to. We will again one day, hopefully. Hopefully soon when all of this is over with this horrible virus. Um, hopefully we could be able to enjoy shows like this again because we were gonna be in our big our first aw show this year yeah we were supposed to go to blood and guts yeah it was supposed to be the elite versus the inner circle and yeah because this was gonna be in july right the yeah, show yeah that was and like last year we got closed well, down in march year. yeah that was this year yeah damn but uh, coming back to Big Swole versus Serena Deeb, I was actually very surprised to see Serena on this um, card. We have Big Swole being number two ranked. Yeah, she's number two contender to the AEW Women's cha- uh, Champion. Yeah. Number one is Nyla. Yeah, I, I'm Serena guessing. I don't know why they're holding a... Nyla back. They haven't been putting her up, but what you know what? What is going on with Nyla? I have no idea. I don't know if she's injured still. I don't know if they're downplaying an injury or not. But um, it seems like, yo, put it this way. If she's number one contender and she doesn't got a fight, don't make her fight. You know, like, yeah, she's not going to move down in ranks if she doesn't lose a match. I uh, see. I it's see. kind of smart, but I see. they might be protecting her. Uh, I hope that if she um, but no, does have an injury, I hope she recovers soon. Because I would, like, I would love to see Nyla Rose back. Like, I love but, seeing her talk shit. Like, she... You know, the other day, just to uh, deed her off a little bit, it was really fun. I had you, like, trying to look over with me when we were seeing Kip Sabian twitching uh, the, sh- the little game called Among Us, which you guys can download on the computer or your phone. Very cute, clue-like type of game. And Nyla, when I came into watching it, Nyla was the imposter. And she was talking so much shit. I was like, oh my god, she's so great, like, in and out of character. She's just so, such an awesome person. And, um, you know, it would be great to see her come back on the show. Because I miss her so much. She's so, great in the ring, too. She really is. Yeah, she's a good powerhouse. Great um, character. She has a great manager. It's like the female it. equivalent of Lance Archer at this point. I could see that. You got that strong voice back backing you. Mm-hmm. You you got that power and strength to put it up and to actually prove it. It's like you, all you need now is that title. Yep. So let's see what happens. Uh, this match was um, not what I expected. Um, Swole was actually kind of dominated throughout this match. Serena um, is a very underestimated person. It, this she this really woman is. is quite intense she did a lot of counters um there was a lot of chain wrestling too big swole's moves yeah but yo she like as much as big swole was doing these powerhouse moves to serena um at some point big swole ended up getting her left knee hurt and when serena saw that opportunity she like completely started submitting her like she was doing all these crazy like bends and she was even bending her fingers back at one Yo, point she became very aggressive she's like a yoga soup uh a yoga 
instructor they said but she's like doing yoga submissions yeah it's talk really about yoga weird. submissions i thought that uh jack evans was doing some crazy yoga shit this girl he probably learned from serena <laughs> like <laughs> well, she is a actual coach she's been a wrestling coach for the past 10 years yes she's done coaching and she does yoga yeah she does do yoga um so it was great to see her have this kind of style it was very different from what i'm used to seeing and um, she's obviously a very small person if she's targeting the knee just like yeah. everyone else yeah taking a page out of ftr's book she did a dragon screw onto the ropes to mm-hmm. swole's knee um but so it took a she, lot of punishment yeah she mainly was out of control up until after we came back from commercial break she like hulked out after commercial yeah, break and everything yeah, big swole got she, swole yeah she got her comeback <laughs> Um, she did what like a freaking headbutt to yo, her chest. Yo, she did chest. multiple headbutts to her chest. She headbutted Deeb's chest. Yo, I'm gonna call that a five head instead five. of a four. Head. Oh my god, I can't with you. I can't. He said it, not me. Tell him, Tyra. Tell him. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but nah, we nah. had Swole going in for the springboard cutter, and it was reversed into a code breaker. Yeah, Deeb hit a code breaker. She's the second person in that to hit a code breaker. That's right. That's um, right. So it's like they keep paying homage to Jericho with his moves. Um, I love a, it. They did a lot of Jericho moves throughout the night in each match. That's right. Um, but Swole kept going back and forth. Third, they exchanged uppercuts, running uppercuts up onto the ropes with each other. Um, Swole hit Deeb with a pump kick, and yeah. then another headbutt to the chest. And mm-hmm. it's like, yo, she got it big head if she's like using said, it like a weapon like you said she hulked out she hulked out like she turned into a she turned into a battling ram herself and she just like started dominating like hitting her with all her might but when she did this she hit her with an elbow like a rolling elbow and yeah and I, that was the I was move. I was kind of like oh that's it like I I it, wanted more it was a very sudden I, ending it was very quick and sudden ending I don't know if it was time constraints or not and they told them just to wrap it up. Maybe because yo, Cody and Brody Lee went on for a minute. Yeah. They went on from like nine to like nine thirty-five. So I was like, yeah. yo, they got like two more matches. How are they gonna do this? Because the dog collar match was not even the main event. So no. it, it, you know, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, we we had a sudden win with the rolling elbow from Big Swole and. You know, for me in general, like, I enjoyed it. It wasn't so crazy, but I gave it a 7.5. I agree with that. Okay. I completely agree with that. Yeah, like, it was, I think it was good. I think it was good. It was uh, surprising to see Serena being able to pull off the moves and counters that she can do against Big Swole. And it was awesome to always see Big Swole on screen because I love her. She's great, uh... She, to me, she's a great character. She has great personality. Yeah, exactly. She was great like, energy. You know, I'll be honest. She, she, I swear, she could be Cody King. Um, sorry, Cody. Oh my God, Kofi Kingston's sister. Oh my God. Like I could, I wish I could see them together as like a tag team. Intergender tag match. Yeah, they would. They seem to have similar. In my opinion, they seem to have similar styles. Look. Kofi is more of a high flyer than she is, but I see them doing those same powerhouse moves together, those headbutts and shit. Like that's what Kofi used to do. So yeah. I like I would love to have seen them together, like that's dominating a team in an that's intergender match. Intergender inter company match. 
Oh, when your contract's over, please come over, Kofi. I miss <laughs> you. I miss you. I love you. Nah, Kofi's <laughs> doing good. Kofi's doing his thing. I know. He's doing Twitch and he's doing YouTube and all those things that he loves. So. He's on the sidelines injured right now, though, too. So. Oh, he's in an injury? Yeah, he's on the injured list. Oh, no. Only New Day member currently on the roster that's uh, in ring is Biggie. Biggie, right? Who's getting a little bit of a push now. Getting a little bit of a push. Not bad. Oh, hello, Biggie and Kit Kofi had a baby. They made Big Swole. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are funny. Sorry, guys. I couldn't help you. You're funny. <laughs> yo, you run out of avatars in the simulation, you know? But, like, you know, they, they said, yo, let's have a baby. Let's make it Big Swole. Oh, it's a girl. Yay. <laughs> nah, but, like, I. We just need two more. I just. Oh, my gosh, right? <laughs> We need like uh, something for Xavier, right? <laughs> no, nah, anyway, I I keep prattling. So next up, we had Moxley's promo, which you know you were saying a lot about how he was shaky in the beginning, but like this was a very like strong Western. Oh, you can tell it he felt did like it at a movie. Home. You can tell he did it at home in Nevada. He's from uh, Vegas. So you oh, can tell so he they, did it in his, like, did his own bar, his own I, backyard, basically. Oh I, like that's probably <laughs> his, that's probably his backyard land. <laughs> Yo, but whatever. Regardless, he made it seem like an act, like a trailer for a movie. To be honest to me, like it didn't even seem like a fight promo. It seemed like this is what's gonna happen next year, coming June twenty twenty one to a theater near you. <laughs> like, Yo, he like flipped the coin. Like I could win, you could win. Like yeah, which look, he didn't do that brute. He didn't do that like uh, kind of aggressive nature that he usually does in his promos. This one was more calm than usual. See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Yo, is he accepting of it if he loses to uh, Archer?" I think so. It's like yo, because that's what he made it seem like. Very lethargic about it, like, but still aggressive about it. Like, he's like, you want to go to the toe to me? Sure thing. Um, but like you said, everybody dies. Yeah. Like. He quoted he, him on saying everybody dies. So Moxley, I don't know. Moxley seems like he's very accepting of what could happen. Yo, should it go in the route that he loses the title? But I don't think he's going to lose it. I don't know. Because you know what? Look, two things could happen. Like everyone expects. Omega's gonna win that tournament. Yeah. Everybody's expecting that to happen. Yeah. If he wins, and Omega said in that interview that we didn't mention earlier, that he might as well just go and uh, fight the champion that night in the pay-per-view. At the end of the night. Ah. So, you know, uh, they kind of do have an old rivalry, Mox and uh, Omega. Mox jumped Omega... On on Mox's first night, when he debuted at uh, I think it was at All Out. Oh, last um, year. Yeah, he DDT'd him onto the chips. He did the paradigm shift onto the stack of chips. Oh man, I don't. Even, oh, that's right. That's, that's how he right. debuted, and you know what? Like, yo, you always got a sore, uh, chip on your shoulder. Especially, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> chip on the shoulder. <laughs> I know, I'm corny, I'm punny. Um, but it's like, yo, if your champ is the one that actually jumped you, you got the opportunity to face that champ again. 
you could do that with Kenny Omega versus Moxley, you know? Like, that would be a great build-up. That's the ultimate slow burn for a storyline. You think That's so? That's the ultimate revenge. Mm. And, you know what, at that you point... you think he'll come out as a cleaner by then? At that point, yeah, because, you know what, Mox would be the face. Mm. I see. I see, said the blind man. I see, said the blind man to the deaf mute. Did you know that's the whole saying? Yes. You actually told me that. <laughs> my grandma I taught only, me that. I only know the, knew the first half my whole life. Up to like two years no, ago. No, actually, my aunt taught me that. Because my grandma used to say, it said the blind man. But Marit, my, my aunt, she said to the deaf mute. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but now, getting into our main event. Well, real fast, I do want to mention that on top of everything that Moxie said he did make reference to the same match that Lance Archer made reference to that Texas Death match from New Japan oh, that's the third reference that I was talking about that's from New the third Japan. one you were talking about yeah okay. so like makes me think that we even saw a little bit of footage a little bit of a photo montage of them two going at it destroying the shit out of each other mm. so I like that they're actually allowing them to use this footage it's opening the doors you know like it's quite interesting yeah and we we the fourth uh championship up is the women's ti- the women's title yes that was actually uh announced uh today yes you just told me today this, is yeah. friday um today is actually the birthday of eddie guerrero as well so happy birthday Aww, eddie sleep in peace bro but uh yeah today we actually found out that Big Swole, even though she's number two contender, will be going against Har- Haruku Shida. Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. Yes, so, so that's the se- that's the fourth title that for next week. we have for next week because we have... Um, we mentioned the other ones, and we weren't sure what the other one was, so that's the one we figured out was it. <laughs> so yeah, we do have a stacked anniversary show. We do. But uh, we do have the celebration of Le Champion. Le Celebration. We have the night ended with the best... Of the best, Chris Jericho with his partner Hager versus the Chaos Project, Luther and Serpentico. Now, on I was such I was, a night for Chris Jericho. I was hyped, but I wasn't. I was like them though, like somebody we haven't seen before. Like I thought he would like have something against like. I don't know who I, I like. I really don't know who like he could have been against, but it was interesting to get him <coughs> to that. Jericho is getting Chaos Project, a limelight now in Dynamite, where they were a big shine as a tag team in Dark, and they've been undefeated, as you've told me, for like eight mm-hmm. zero, I think you said. Yeah. Now, um, Jericho and Luther have a, a long backstory. They trained together back in the day. Right. You mentioned um, that. To they. Me too were on the road as a tag team. They wrestled together in Europe, in Africa, wow. in Canada, in Mexico. Wow. Um, it got to a point where Jericho was going to get signed and Luther were going to get signed. And they went their separate ways. Jericho went the route uh, in America, okay. which was WCW. Luther went to the route in Japan. Uh, and they both rise in their companies where they were and became right. such household names and such big properties oh, wow. just in different parts of the world okay i see i feel like uh i feel like owen uh owen wilson wilson a little wow wow <laughs> wow 
So, uh, for them to have never actually had a match against each other is interesting to have them finally, 30 years later. They now have a match. Okay, yeah, so now you made, talk now you about made it make sense for me. Talk about a slow burn. Well, whoa, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the ultimate slow burn of yeah, the talk night. Talk about Chaos Project. This was chaotic. It was uh, crazy. Right. I love that Jericho actually took in a moment to embrace the crowd singing. For Jericho always But you know what You saw it does. in his face It was different he Because was he was celebrating more. He was smiling it was, it was like a happy birthday to him Yeah That he had the Eddie Van Halen Written on his arm Yeah Rest he in had, peace Eddie He had EVH Because Eddie Van Halen Had passed away on that Wednesday He passed away of cancer Um, um Unfortunately peace. Very young Only 65 years old Yeah That's really young 65 Yeah but he had a long battle, and sometimes um, things don't end up going the way we hoped. And, you know, the one thing we could say for certain is he is no longer suffering. He's mm-hmm. no longer in pain. He's no longer in worry. And he is a free soul. He's a free spirit. He's literally living amongst all of us right now. And, and he's still, looking down upon us all. Still, like, listening in to every fan, every person who appreciated him and his music. And he was watching Jericho that night for sure. Oh, like, absolutely. He was like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> Check out my fellow rock star in the ring. I bet he probably would have been one of the ones congratulating him on the 30 years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, to start the match. Uh, Sir Pentacle took... Jericho off his game really fast. Oh, really, really fast. Really early, really quickly. Um, he too. hit Jericho with two different kinds of uh, head scissors. He did just yeah. a regular standing jumping head scissors off of a Irish whip. And then he did a corner, a turnbuckle uh, head scissor onto Jericho. And yeah, that's right. Jericho was just like, what the fuck? He and was taken up, like, what? Like, in shock. <laughs> This yeah. little tiny little dude can He's do this? taking aback. <laughs> yeah, Sir Pensico is this small little Puerto Rican guy. And he's, uh, you know, he's very into what they do in Puerto Rico when it comes to the wrestling, the luchadors. But, yo, he definitely gave Jericho a run for his money. Like they, Yo, but Jericho shut that shit down. Him and Lu- Well, for a while, him and Luther were actually... Um, going at it mm-hmm. against Chris Jericho. Like, they were dominating him for a little while. Um, and I was I, really excited to see Luther, though. Like, I got excited to see Luther tagged in because he's just... First of all, he has a very crazy look. Yeah. And I love it. I'm obsessed with his look. I love the way he looks. I was trying to figure out what was going on with his contacts, but either way, he his demeanor, his look is like if Uncle Fester went into wrestling. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, oh, my God. He just... <laughs> Maybe it's the bald head, but I don't know. For me, it's just like... He... Uncle Fester went to jail, got yoked, and became a wrestler. Yo, I guess. He learned something from Lurch or something, you know? But for me, he had like this very monster personality, and it was great to see him um, coming into the match. But this is where I was like... Uh... I don't know, cause he. That, this is where I thought he was a little, like a little lanky, a little clunky, a little clunky. Not as much as um, the butcher was. Like I feel like the butcher was a little slower. Okay. Whereas Luther was a little more fast because you could see that he's faster. In yeah, his absolutely. Moves. He uh, had a lot more stamina. It's Luther cute. actually impressed me more as a tag team than as a singles wrestler. Oh really? Yeah, because yo, he would use Serpentico as a weapon. 
Yeah, he, he scoop slams her pentago he, three times onto Jericho. Um, he was like, it's like throw if he took me and made into, me into a bat and like turned me into Lucille. Yeah, like, that's what he did with her pentago. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's like, yo, to see their dynamic and like how they work together, it's kind of weird, but I liked it. I really did. Like, I think they had a great, uh, it was different. Great from, tandem like, offense. It was it was different from how Luchasaurus does with Jungle Boy. Completely. It's. He's just like, I can't even see it anything other than that. that he, he used her pentacle as a weapon. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, all right, I'm going to do this to you, and I'm going to do this to you, and now I'm going to take her pentacle, and I'm going to slam you with it. <laughs> he's just like super slug Jericho and Hager. Like, Hager, I, I was excited to actually see Hager going against Luther for a little bit. Yeah, too. they went at it for a while. Uh, they were belly to belly. Yeah, the belly to belly suplex song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it when Hager does his moonsault. He he looks so stiff when he does it. It's it, so listen, weird. It doesn't fit him. He but he hits looks it. It's weird, but he's doing it. He and like this is again where it's surprising because he's another big guy. And similar to Brian Cage, you know, it's hard because you gotta think about it. They they gotta lift up that whole Have you ever seen Jake Hager in person? Of mess. Have you ever seen Jake Hager in person? Taller no, than I'm Jericho, afraid, baby. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be up to his kneecap. Taller than Jericho. If I meet him, like, I was up to his nipple. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> like, he came eye to eye with his nipple. Yeah, yo. You say hello. I will probably be at I'm his belly eye. button then. <laughs> I could probably fit my nose in his belly button hole. Oh my like, god, ducking. That's um, not ducking. <laughs> I know that's not. <laughs> All right, we we digress. But like, coming back into Hager so um, versus back Luther. to Luther using Serpentico as a weapon. Um, it, so all the inner circle are gathered at one point on the outside of the ring, and he yes. just like chucks him over. He took them into like the, into he did like a big bo- a body big body drop onto yes. the inner circle who were all outside. He's like, okay, you guys are gonna catch me. And then, because they're yeah. gonna be sure to catch me, yo. Because he was slipping a little bit on the ropes, I was like, "Oh my god!" Because he was wearing freaking Converse. Yeah, he, he was like Chuck Taylor. Is like, why are you wearing? Yo, why are you wearing Chuck Taylor's? Jr. is like, oh, he's wearing very unorthodox shoes for this kind of match. I'm like, yo, I, I got so scared because I'm like, he could seriously hurt himself. But I was afraid of another uh, Matt Seidel incident happening with him and i i got really scared but you know he he did no, it he, he, hit, he hit that senton he, he just he got into them he's like catch me <laughs> he sent on right into them and you know he went right back into the ring went right after jericho like again. it was nothing como nada uh, yo like, he hit something called the king kong knee drop <laughs> oh yeah yeah the k kd <laughs> what the fuck like right onto jericho's throat um yo i I was like, he did the King Kong. What? <laughs> it was crazy, and um, yeah, it was it, like I said, he has this big monster personality. So uh-huh. it was cool to see like these giant moves done by him. As like a little slow as he was, he he, I don't know, he was like in between. He was like a medium. Okay. He's kind of a medium person for me. Uh, like look, he's not me personally, slow, but he's not fast. He dominated Jericho for me throughout the whole match. He did. He so, he showed uh, some like some if moves. You're, on if you're him. doing that. That's what is actually it's all about to me. Yeah. Um, Jericho putting someone over again, not taking the spotlight. No, he's letting them showcase themselves. He's like, all right, show me what you got. He's literally saying, show me what you got. And for it to be someone who's a brother in arms. (laughs) 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 
I think that's really admirable of him. Yeah. So, uh... He's that giant face in the sky. Yeah. Show me what you got. <laughs> I'm full of references tonight, guys. Sorry. But, um, that's what I actually love about Jericho. Like, this could have been a total ego trip on him for him to celebrate his 30 years. But instead, he's actually showcasing these two very talented individuals that yeah. I have yet to see and appreciate seeing. I've seen a little bit of Serpentico before when he came out in this in a singles match a, a while back. But I'd never seen Luther. And to see them... <laughs> do this crazy weapon use me as a weapon luther okay sir pentaco i got you like, i don't know why i gave him those accents but yeah like it i don't was know where you made them see. german <laughs> was that german i, guess I don't so. even know what... either german or swiss some I don't know. something from the I mountains just, i'm being silly but so back into the match um they so were... sammy guevara tried to throw jericho the lucille the bat oh because, so that's what happened yeah because and luther, luther was dominating it. and luther called the bat luther like but jr confused me because he called it floyd i'm like who's floyd i Wait, don't know who floyd is does luther have a bat named floyd i don't think can so. floyd and lucille have a match like maybe could they but you know my schwartz is bigger than yours oh like, <laughs> like, can't bat a bat a bat a, like oh man but, uh, you know, even though he hit uh, Jericho with the bat. I probably missed out on that scene, actually seeing Sammy um, throwing Lucille to oh. Jericho. I think that's what it was. Yo, he le- he threw it in he the air. He chucked it. And he basically was like... like yeah. He caught a friggin' Luther like... Luther caught it like that one dude in the baseball game that actually caught a bat to save people. Do you remember that? No, I don't. You don't but yes, oh, that's, man, kinda gif- what, that's exactly what it sounds like. There's a gif that, like, dude in, like, third row seat... Or for, or fifth row from the from the field catches a bat like that is swinging at the crowd. He just catches it dead in dead air like he caught it just like Luther. Show me your ninja style. Oh man, he like that was impressive. I loved it, and he looked like he was about to use the bat on Jericho. He did actually. Uh, he hit him in the gut. Oh, he caught. Yeah, he gut checked him with it. That's right. That's right. And he only got a two count. The ref, yeah, the ref Jericho's- didn't see it. So. Oh, that's right. He sneaked it while the ref was being distracted. The ref got distracted, and he gut-checked him with it. But he got it in the two-count, and he, and Jericho kicked out. Because so, yeah. I'm like, Jericho ain't going to lose on his 30-year anniversary. Nah, of, of course. course not. But I was curious to see like where it was going to go from there. But, um, of course, Jericho hit the Judas effect. and Judas in, Judas in my mind, I'll be coming, I'll be coming. Like but, uh, Jericho. Yeah, yeah, he got the win like we expected. Yep. Which, look, it's his 30th anniversary. I don't blame him for not winning. I mean, I don't blame him for winning. If they made him lose, yo, it would have great, been great to see him throw a fucking tantrum. Yeah, but I'm glad that they didn't the way they do it that did way. did it, I loved. Uh, he, Jericho came on mic. Oh, that's right. Aubrey was the referee for the night. She was yeah. the one getting distracted. My bad. I forgot to mention her because I love Aubrey and I... She actually did two matches, right? Yeah. She did the dog collar match. Was it the dog no, collar match? No, it was didn't? not. Um, Who did I she verse in, then? Did she verse... Uh, it wasn't... Will Hobbs. It was... It was the Will Hobbs match. She oh, was really? Of, oh, yeah. she was first and last. Look at that. Yep. She's, she's one of the best referees. I love her as a referee. She's really great. Um... So, uh, but yeah, we get we got Judas Effect for the win. I gave this match like an eight out of ten. 
I went with the eight eight point five. I personally. could agree with eight point five actually. I could agree with it because yo, the minute you started saying that he's a Sir Pentacle as a fucking weapon, <laughs> I lost it. I'm like, oh my god, he did. He totally did all night. And um, Jericho thanked the whole crowd. He said he couldn't that do was so sweet any of the thirty years without the crowd because that's what makes it wild. He held back tears. That's two people that said it in one night. Yeah, he Jericho held back some and tears. Uh, Cody. Oh yeah. He he was really appreciative, but um, Until I, MJF I do came love. Out. Yeah, I do love that Mr. Snobby MJF came out. His music, he's like, oh no no, cut my music go, cut my music. I'm this ain't about me. This ain't about me. I'm not trying to steal the spotlight from Jericho. He's still kissing his ass, brown nosing him. Um, but yeah, they he was joined with Wardlow, and they were bringing Jericho a gift. I was like, who's the man behind the curtain? Oh my god. <laughs> So, uh, of course, they had a clown underneath the cloth. Yeah, <laughs> like, yo, he was standing the shoes, there. When I saw the shoes, I was like, of course, it's a fucking clown. It's a fucking clown. It's going to terrify me. I don't like clowns, guys. I don't like them. They terrify me. They bother me. I could watch kill clowns from outer space all day, every day. I can't look at regular clowns. Like, they scare me, man. She can't even look freak- at the fiend. They- Just saying. You came and looked the at the fiend. The fiend is just creepy looking. He does have a little bit of a clown s thing to him, but it's more, it's not so much clown. It's just like so demi- It's the yellow eyes with the smile. It reminds me so much of, um, oh, what was his name from Freak Show? Oh, uh, I was about to say Sweet Tooth, but that's not it. That's Twisted Metal. It's Twisty. Sweet to- Twisty the clown from freak show he reminded me very much it's that giant grin with the menacing eyes that got me so you know with this i'm like uh there's gonna be a fucking clowns and you know um does jericho hate clowns too jericho hates clowns he, he despises he clowns right he's, he's like i hate clowns you don't understand me <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah like, so when mjf revealed what was underneath the uh, curtain up, if you will. He showed that this is Clownico the Clown. Oh my god, I forgot about Clownico. And yo, I can't help it. He looked a little bit like Guillermo Diaz, like to me, just a little, <laughs> just a little. But yeah, he he's like, oh wait, that's not the whole gift. That's not it, because that, uh, Clownico was actually holding a gift that holding was holding what looks like would have been a framed picture. And it was. It was a giant framed picture of MJF himself. Of MJF, yeah, showcasing his so his ah, everything moment. and like his his uh, what I like to call the Randy Orton pose, mm. that that deity pose that he poses like, the which I hate. In. Yeah, it's like one of those embrace Look at my me. ego. Yeah, it's like one of those ego trip type of moves, and he's like, it's a picture of me, and so it's a frame picture of MJF, and. Jericho takes it, he's admiring it, he's looking at it, and just smashes it over Clownico's head. Smashes it over Clownico, and then ends up doing the Judas effect to him to knock him out. And it, he was just like, that's it, like, like, get out of here, get out of here, this, this is a bunch of ass clowns, like, what the fuck, like, it gotta be a, a reference was, to that, right? Yeah, like, it's a it's a complete uh, reference to, like, his old, at, his old ass clown catchphrase that WWE made him say uh, like he hates clowns you're an ass clown like, <laughs> it's just me connecting the dots but uh there was like a lot of tension between him and the uh, MJF 
like yeah, they really keep quickly. That, they keep and then they the were like, nah, we're just kidding, we're just kidding, we're just kidding. They keep doing but, the like, stepbrothers thing. Jared yeah. gave a slight little look at him after he's, they did that, like just playing around. Yeah. Like he did that, got serious. Like, I'm gonna get you. Like, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> So it was really great to see them going, still going with it. And at the very end, we actually had the whole entire roster coming out. Well, not the whole roster, only the heels. Really? It was only heel teams. It was I thought I Nyla. And it was Nyla and Vicky. It was Reba and Britt. Oh, uh, it was Eddie Kingston and his family. Uh, wow, I FTR didn't with Tully and Sean Spears. Those were the only people that came out. I you didn't just have Jungle Express. That. You didn't have the Bucks. You didn't have Kenny. You didn't have Cody. You didn't have Dark Order. Okay. So it's like okay. So like you had a whole bunch of the heels come out. Yeah, I, that I was see interesting. The interesting thing was the way that they ended the show. Oh, that was so great. I love. I love it so I'm much. I'm calling it the Saturday Night Live ending because <laughs> <laughs> it's that big group shot in the air, the aerial shot, and just the credits rolling. Did they? Did they have like? the uh new year's eve in countdown was that all, all that sang that was like how saturday night live used to end it with like some saxophone jazz okay it like was very so that's what i'm calling the snl sang. ending yeah it was definitely a, a snl type of ending because jericho was credited for everything writer director cinematography even jim ross was like he was cameraman number three <laughs> <laughs> he was like when was he when was he a cameraman so it was great to see, like, Jericho took the entire credit for the entire show. Hey, couldn't have hit 30 years without him. We couldn't. And look, man, put it this so way. This show was hyped up to be somewhat of, like, a pay-per-view show. Like a mini pay-per-view. I took it as a very pay-per-view show as well. It was a lot of highlights of different people. The, it, like, for me, like, the smallest uh, match was probably between Swole Big Swole and Serena. But, yo, the dog collar match was crazy. Even the FTW title match was a little crazy for me. Seeing FTR finally get dominated was cool and great to see. And they Jericho, were still heel, match good was heels. great as well. And there was great storytelling in the match Chaos itself. Project versus Inner Circle was definitely a chaos circle to me. <laughs> or Inner Project, if you will, whichever how you go. But it was a fun night. I really enjoyed it. I was so happy with it. And I am looking forward so much to next week's anniversary yes, show. Yes, it's the first year anniversary uh, AEW Like we said, we have four different title matches. We right. have the AEW title match, Lance Archer versus John Moxley. Yep. We have the tag team title match, which is FTR versus best friends. Best friends. Then we got the TNT title match, which is Orange Cassidy versus Cody Rhodes. Oh my god. Which it can't it's not gonna happen, but yo. All the best friends could end up being champions oh. in one night. Like, oh. can we have a best friend sweep? Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, because Orange Cassidy has been going after those title shots. Yep. You know. So, uh, I don't know. So. Like, that, that would be cool. Like, one day have all three of them as champions. Ooh. And then our fourth title match is going to be Big Swole versus, versus Shida. So, uh, uh, look, Shida is great. To enhance talent. She's great in the ring. She knows what she's doing. I hope Swole gets it. I think she's going to make Swole look really good. I'm putting it that way. I think they're going to have great chemistry together. I think he could like holds back a little. Yeah. I think she holds back. I don't know why. 
but I feel like she could tef- she could definitely do more than what she's doing. It's just I don't know what seems like she's holding back on. But let's see because you know, um, hey, I would love to see Nyla come at Big Swole for that title. Uh-huh, you know, for that, Nyla to make her come back hey, with doing that, that. or maybe Nyla might interfere. Since Nyla's the number one contender, right? Yeah, she's the rightful number one contender. Not rightful she might champion. Disappear. She'd be like, nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, this ain't happening. So, <laughs> you know, either way, I'm looking forward to next week. Put it this way. The exciting. only way this night can get a lot bigger is if they put the uh, FTW championship on the line. Putting all five titles on the line in one night. That's the only way to get bigger. So next week's gonna be a huge right, show. Right, because they're doing a tag team match. They're not doing an FTW match. Yeah, they're doing the FTR right. versus uh, Best Friends, which isn't gonna be a twenty no, minutes brush of greatness. They, no, no. What? I'm, I'm trying to talk about FTW, not I, FTR. I know, I know. Oh. You said they're doing a tag team match instead of the FTW match. All right, because FTR yes. is doing the tag. Yes. Okay, that's where you're going. Okay. Yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, but, uh, we got a big week next week. Yes, we look forward to giving you guys a recap and review of what we thought of what we will think of the anniversary show. We hope you listen in. We thank you for listening in to our current podcast. We appreciate our listeners. Thank you so much for enjoying our crazy sayings and crazy personalities and our love and passion for AEW Dynamite. Take it easy, guys. See you later. Peace.